You see what time it is? Yeah, son, I know it's 10 a.m. Great morning, America. Great morning, America. Wake them spirits up because y'all are now tuned in to another New Music Sunday Review. View with your boy, Mr. CSA 2 Daisy. So y'all know what to do. Turn the radios all the way up. Let's get it happening. Turn your b- 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 radios up. You're tuned in to the New Music Sunday Review Radio Show with our very own Mr. CSA 2 Keezy. Great day, America. Or may I say great day to the culture. It's your boy, Mr. CSA 2 Gazy. And you are now tuned into another New Music Sunday Review. And I report live from the ATL, yeah, as well as all over the globe, y'all. And today, of course, is another day that the Lord has made. And also, another day for another dope show. And I'm still on 10 from last night, man, because our event was on point, y'all. When I tell y'all, y'all, y'all going to see the footage. Y'all going to see the footage as well as the pictures. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I want to thank all the indie artists that hit the stage as well as for all the special guests that came out to support. Also, I want to give a huge shout out to B100 Radio for coming out and providing media for our event. So shouts out to Deb. And our whole team, man, appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all. We all appreciate y'all. And I have, now, I have an episode for y'all today, as well as I have a dope guest stopping through. So once again, I'm sticking with my new slogan, y'all. Say it then Sunday, say it then. Because like every other Sunday, I have a lot to say. And what better place to say it than being on air with you all. So let's go ahead and get this show underway with the latest from Naomi Rang's title, Like You, featuring Molly Music. And then I will give you all that kingdom banger from the crate, titled Spread the Ops. And I'm going to cap everything off with the latest from Jordan Armstrong, titled Call, featuring Erica Campbell. And after all of that, y'all already know I'm going to give y'all the birthday shout outs. So it's your boy, Mr. CSA 2 Gazy, and you are now listening to the New Music Sunday Review. So go ahead and turn on radios up. Let's go. tuned in to the new music sunny review radio show with our very own mr csa 2 keezy Bye. 
Tap into that new music Sunday review. It's lit and it's up.
It's your birthday. You already know what time it is, man. Let's go ahead and get these birthday shout-outs because the day you celebrate breaks. Happy birthday to you. I want to celebrate it with you. So let's go ahead and shout-out some birthdays. Yeah. Okay, now, everybody, I hope y'all enjoyed that music break like I did. Because I did. Yes, your figure, deal me. I did. Yes. So now, let's kick off these birthday shout outs. And I want to kick everything off by saying happy birthday to movie actor Ryan Reynolds as he turns 46 years old today. And also, Game of Thrones star and TV actress Amelia Clark turns 36. And from the movie The Hate You Give, star actress Amanda Steinberg turns 24. And pop singer Will Weird Al Yankovic turns 63. And R&B singer Miguel turns 37. As well as LeVar Ball turns 55. And DJ Khaled's son, Asad Khaled, turns 6 years old. God did. You already know. <laughs> and also, um, civil rights leader Martin Luther King III turns 65 today. Now, before I go to this music break, I want to say happy belated birthday to Kim Kardashian, pop star and rapper Doja Cat, country star Kane Brown, model Amber Rose, TV star host Judge Judy, and rapper Yellow Beezy, as well as Atlanta rapper 21 Savage, and Cali rapper Roddy Rich. yes, a lot of rappers today, and Christian rapper and recording artist. Toby Mack, along with movie actor Jeff Goldblum, professional boxer Dante Wilder, and reggae star Shaggy. You know that goes that boom stick, that that boom stick. <laughs> nah, just messing. But um, also everyone else that wasn't mentioned, happy belated as well as happy birthday to you too. Cause like I always say, a day you celebrate, I want to celebrate it with you. So let's turn up. You're on your day, the God way. And on that note, let's get back to some more music. And I will be back with the scripture of the day. Because like I always say, we all need a scripture. So go ahead and turn the radios up. Let's go. You're tuned in to the new Music Sunny Review Radio Show with our very own Mr. CSA Tukizi. Yeah, I remember like yesterday. I had to run play on my plug. Then it ended up going left with no love. Coming out that driveway, we thought we got away with them drugs. When we hit that highway, we started to hit the car with them slugs. I was praying, Lord.
my neighborhood on the news. And I'm living proof, but I got nothing to prove. And I brought my brothers, might as well say them too. Even when I was dead wrong, they were robbing me. And I got some dead ain't gone, but inside of me. Learn they don't play like home, he's not for real. Fell to my knees, cause I'm the one they try to kill. Lord, keep me safe.
Finna go ahead and get into the scripture today. Every Sunday, like I'm holding service there. Like I say, we all need a scripture, so let's get it. Church. Okay, everybody, let's go ahead and get into the scripture today. And I will be reading from Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19. And that's the Amplified version. And it goes like this These six things the Lord hates, indeed, seven are repulsive to him. A proud look, the attitude that makes one overestimate oneself and discount others, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that creates wicked plans, feet that run swiftly to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, even half-truths, and one who spreads discord, meaning rumors, among brothers. Now, According to these scriptures, God rewards you when you honor him. The world rewards you when you when you honor lies and where and what you enjoy. But now be very mindful 
and cautious of the two. For one leads to death by sin and the other life by death. Now choosing life by death will open up doors that will greater your strength and provide peace even during your hardship. Be a man or woman of godly character, reflecting the same heart that's after him. Never put your tongue in places where it leaves deep scars or bruises. So watch what you say. And use your tongue to uplift the words of God and the words of life, meaning speak life into people, not death. And let your hands follow your heart, but let your heart be in God first, meaning don't go places if you ain't in the right place. Be in the right place first before you cheerfully or willfully go places and become a scripture and don't just quote them. And continue to grow and let not your imperfections become your excuses for your lack of effort. So like I always say, it is important for us to know and understand that what we eat impacts what we grow. So make sure what we plant can replenish and restore based upon the seeds that we allow to be planted in our lives. And on that note, can the congregation please repeat after me? You do not have to be perfect to be purpose. Just be willing, faithful, and allow God to do the rest within you. You figure deal me. Now, let's get back to some more music, and I will be back with a little sports talk. So go ahead and turn your radios up, because you already know who you're listening to, and you know what you're listening to. So let's go. Yo, it's crazy, and you're not tuned in with the big homie, Mr. CSA2K, on the number one urban and hip-hop gospel morning show on the planet, The New Music Sunday Review. Talking about prescriptions with my dog, you trying to get a pill. Uh-huh. I keep like a 
to homicide With my dog wrong or right I'm on my homie's side I don't pray too hard I swear to God in my knees tied Should I take him can't decide Tell the guy hope he reply oh. I don't pray too hard I done came too far Been trip from the start Still tread us on God Some days it's really hard But I still give it all I got I still give it all I got Keep it trip so you feel me
Once I was a girl, you know the type of girl, the one who thought the world was filled with everything I need. Like shining on me. And any man I'm called, shut down any mall. The baddest of them all is what I told myself to believe. So I wouldn't feel empty. Today's sports, 
had to take a breather before I said that. But I want to kick everything off by giving my two cents on week seven college football wins along with the losses. Yes. Yes. I am on 10 this morning. God forgive me. You know what my heart is. Now, of course, you know that I'm going to start everything off with my Alabama road ties. Now, I don't care what anybody thinks or says, especially all these Georgia Bulldog fans. All I know is we were robbed of our victory. And I'm not taking anything away from Tennessee, nor am I saying that we would have walked the dogs with them. Nah. I'm just saying that the refs helped Tennessee win that game, and I'm sticking to that. Yes, the refs won that game for Tennessee. Not taking anything away from the offense because the offense plays superb. But when you get those many chances to continuously play superb, of course you're going to play superb. And the referees dictated the outcome of that game. However, I do want to say congrats to the volunteers for giving us a straight-up battle and coming out as victors. That's what I'm saying. I'm not taking anything from them, but I am calling out these refs. I'm definitely calling out these refs because it seemed like it was politics. Politics, money, and polls. Politics, money, and polls. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it is what it is. I'm going to call it out. And I'm not just saying that because I'm an Alabama fan. Because I actually had a lot of people that's not really Alabama fans that was like, dude, there's a lot of calls they didn't call. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm not the only one that saw that. But on to everybody else. Let's start giving out flowers. And by me giving out flowers, I want to congratulate Georgia, Clemson, Ole Miss, Michigan, Ohio State, as well as Jackson State and everyone else on their week seven victories. Now, that's all I have for college football because I'm still healing over our loss. So, now let's dive into some NFL news. Now, week six was definitely must-see TV to a lot of fans and also disappointment to others. And I want to start off by, by saying finally to my Washington Commanders as we stole the W against the Chicago Bears during week six. Now, I'm still upset with my team because that victory was a difficult one and it shouldn't have happened. But it did, and I'm thankful. Now, but we definitely need the we definitely need a total makeover, starting with our QB and coach. Now, Carson Wentz went down, and we got Taylor Heineke today. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying, things will look a little better. I've been wanting Carson Wentz to take a break. I said it last week. Now, you know, I don't wish harm on nobody, but he need to sit his behind down. And if this minor injury going to sit him down real quick, that's what need to happen. Sit down, Carson. Let somebody else do it because you tripping, boy. Now, now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and all that's all, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to say about that. Now, on the, in lighter news now. Jerry's kids, a.k.a. the Dallas Cowboys, wasn't as lucky as they headed to Philadelphia to face Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. That game went the way I knew it was going to go. You know what I'm saying? I said it. People doubt it. But I said it. Dallas falling short, of course, and the Eagles showing everyone that their, their season is far from a fluke. So congrats to Philly on their victory. Congrats to y'all, man. Also, congrats to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills for handling business against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And also, congrats to the Atlanta Falcons for their Week 6 win over San Francisco. 
Yes. We see you, Atlanta, creeping up the standings. And with Tampa Bay losing to Pittsburgh, y'all might be in great shape right now. So keep going, Atlanta, because the city definitely needs another playoff run. And while I'm talking about playoff runs, let's go into another episode, which I haven't spoken in a while of it, but now we're going to go into another episode for this season of Love and Lambo. And in today's episode of Love and Lambo, Aaron Rodgers just can't get a W. Yes, they went down hard against the New York Jets. Yes, the New York Jets. And now the Jets are now 4-1, and one, and their team looks for real, y'all. So, hey. I have to give the Jets, you know, their props. <laughs> they ain't got that in a minute. So when they doing good, you got to give it to them. And also the New York Giants looked, you know what I'm saying, real great as well, you know, on their victory. So it this the season for New York, both the Jets and the Giants. So I give shots out to both of y'all. Now, you know, now the Giants took out, you know what I'm saying, they took down Baltimore Ravens. So Hey, you know, I'm just going to say that this is a very interesting NFL season, both good and bad, but interesting. So now let's move along and let's talk a little NBA. I'm going to just have a splash of that because I'm going to just say what I'm saying. We're going to go to the music break. In NBA news, LeBron James is the king and the haters are just going to have to get over it. Also, the Lakers are going to make it to the playoffs this season. Yes. And the haters just going to have to get over that too. Along with the Atlanta Hawks, Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies, Brooklyn Nets, and the Miami Heat. These teams are definitely on the right path. And no matter what loss they receive on that journey, they will be in the playoffs. Because they got ambition. Ambition of a rider. I won't deny you. They some straight riders. Nah, let me stop. Let me stop. It's Sunday. I ain't going to go there. Now, and with all that being said, let's go ahead and go to a music break, like I said earlier, and I will be back with some real raw and random news, because I do have some real raw and random news for you. So it's your boy, Mr. CSA2 Casey, and you are now locked into the number one urban and hip-hop gospel morning show on the planet. I don't need no award for that. I know I am, because I've influenced a lot of others. And, I'm, and I thank God that I am an influence to others, because at the end of the day, the purpose of why I do what I do is bigger than what I do. And I'm just leaving it at that. So turn your radios up, man, and I'll be back. Yes, sir. Turn your radios up. You're tuned in to the new music Sunny Review Radio Show with our very own Mr. CSA Tukizi. Chains and came back home, okay, let's go, baby. 
up y'all it's makiba aka makiba the diva aka songs by mac and you are now tuned in to the new music sunday review with my bro mr csa 2k the new number one urban and hip-hop gospel radio show in the south Formed against me, could probably show up when I was done or not. God pulled up right on time. All that light got a little shine. Despite the darker days and places that I've been in my life, it was never too late for me to get right. Like, whoa, get the Holy Ghost. If I give my all, Lord, to do the most. Yes, yes, for the peace of mind. Life is so divine to forgive and let go. Amen. All words, no doubts, people saw that will feed in your soul. Cause you can overcome, nothing can't be done through the light when you know. Cause it don't mean nothing, don't care where you've been. All that matters is you keep pushing. It ain't nothing too hard. 
you can do all things mm -hmm. nothing in my way i keep striving don't you let the struggle paralyze your dreams oh. i had to realize the worry of me i may fall down ten times but i hold to the promise that i can do Shack with some tights on. Well, I've been losing by the grip of the python. I shed skin, new hymns. I got Christ on. should probably be sitting for this. I, I hope y'all ready because I'm gonna, gonna give y'all some real, raw, and random news. What you know about that? What you know about that? So kick back and let's be entertained with your boy Mr. CSA2. Guys! 
So in today's real raw and random news, civil rights and educational leader, Jean McGuire, 91, stabbed multiple times in Boston Park. Now, I just want to say who the hell stabs a 91-year-old woman and for what? I'm sorry. And Father, please forgive me, but this news just pissed me off. However, let's get back to the news at hand. Yes, let's definitely get back to this. Now, the 91-year-old civil rights pioneer survived the stabbing. So I just want to say thank God for that. Thank you. Yes. But while she was walking her dog two weeks ago through Playstead Park in Jamaica Plain around 8.30 p.m. that evening, a unidentified person approached her and stabbed her multiple times according to CBS Boston. Now, she was then transported to a local hospital where she was treated for non-life-threatening injuries. It was also reported that her dog fought off the attacker, so I'm glad that she did have her dog with her. However, why was she out so late by herself? I know that she had her dog with her, but it is dangerous these days to be out that late at that age. These people are sick and they have no heart. So we must all travel with caution and protect ourselves whenever we are amongst others. Yes, man, to all my elders, stay safe out there. Please stay safe out there. In Jesus' name, please. Yes. Now, in other news, Herschel Walker explains the badge he flashed at the Senate debater. <laughs> oh, Lord, what is wrong with this man? What is wrong with this man? But, um, let's go a little deeper with this story, though, <laughs> because it is hilarious. Now, Herschel Walker, the Republican candidate for the Senate in Georgia, explained why he flashed a badge during his debate two weeks ago against Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock in an exclusive interview with NBC News' Christian Walker. Okay, Walker brandished the badge after Warnock took aim at his past erratic behavior and his false claims that he had worked in law enforcement, prompting a moderator to repeatedly ask Walker to put the badge away. Citing debates, rules barring the use of props. Man, you can't use no props, man. What is this? You using props now, Herschel? Come on, bro. For real, though. Now, Asked in the interview about the moment and whether the badge gave him a resting authority, Walker insisted it is a legit badge given to him all the time. He said, now, I have badges all over the state of Georgia. Noting that he also had an honorary sheriff badge from Chatham County, where Warnock is from. Now, Walker produced a badge during the interview that he said was from Johnson County. Where he grew up. Now, hold up for a minute. Now, you, now you got one in Chatham and you got one in Johnson. Come on, Herschel. Now, <laughs> he said, if anything happens in this country, I have the right to work with the police getting things done. <laughs> and people don't know that I've been working with law enforcement for years. And I, I tell you, this guy's special. But we have been electing special into high places these days. 
Now, <laughs> but um, who in the world gives out honorary badges anyway? Especially the Herschel Walker. You know what I'm saying? I hope that they, you know what I'm saying, don't even consider electing this dude because he is definitely not fit to be in office, especially doing the things he's doing, you know? I mean, we really need to separate our wants from what we actually need, man. I'll, I'll give y'all an example. Okay, Stacey Abrams gave a speech at the One Music Fest, and she stated that they were going to decriminalize marijuana in Georgia. And of course, everyone went crazy afterwards. You know what I'm saying? You know, they applaud and everything. You you already know that, man. It was young people out there. It was black people out there, brown people out there, all of all colors, you know what I'm saying? And they, they just was all just going wild. Even Young Jeezy. He, when he performed his next song after that, when he performed Put On, he actually put on. Because what she said amped everybody up. But um, I just want to know, with everything we need, like upping the minimum wage or giving us a raise to the economy going up or even providing more work programs to help people with records to get better job opportunities would help a whole lot better than giving weed privileges. You know, y'all tell me because I don't take any of these politicians seriously. You know, they will say anything to be elected and then nothing benefits us once they're in office. All we see them doing is being at all the important spots, taking pictures with all the big wigs and buttering up the communities with promises that's not even more important than what's really needed. But who I but who I am, you know what I'm saying, like you know what I'm saying, who I am electing forever and ever and ever, and who I am working for is God. You know what I'm saying? So I'm working to be a part of God's change and not man's change. Because purpose and just being being a God body, I feel that has greater influence over this world than anything else and even though it will not be received by everybody because everybody have different religions different beliefs different walks and everything but for those it need to be received by it will be received by and at the end of the day when god ready to give his voice i don't care what you believe in you gonna listen Ain't no politician, no president, no senate, no govern, no nothing is bigger or greater or more powerful than the voice of God himself. So, while I let that marinate, I'm fixing to go back to a music break. And I'll be back with my unfiltered segment because I definitely have an unfiltered segment that you do not want to miss. So, it's your boy, Mr. CSA to Casey, and you have now experienced another, another Real raw and random news on the new music Sunday review. So turn your radios up. Let's go. This is a Mr. CSA 2K exclusive. 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 Uh, exclusive. Pray for us. I speak blessings of health, blessings of wealth, and until I see you again. My friend, I'm excited about your win. Everyone says goodbye when the time arrives. 
But a beating heart will keep the memories alive. So let's share the best of us and give what's left of us. Because true friendship is heaven's way of blessing us. I'm praying blessings on blessings on blessings on you. I'm praying victory. This is my prayer for you. It's gonna be lit! Unfiltered. Okay, so today during my unfiltered segment, I want to talk about respect. Yes, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. Yes, respect. And why I wanted to talk about this particular topic is because it really needs to be addressed. Especially living in today's world where everything is just too casual. I mean, love is casual. Sex is casual. Relationships are casual. Religion is casual. Communication is casual. Basically, living is casual. 
And there is no sense of urgency, consideration, acknowledgement, accountability, or responsibility. Everything is whenever we feel like it or it is what it is. Now, respect is very priceless and delicate, and it involves caring as well as wanting to display great gestures along with thinking of the feelings of other people. Also, it involves looking at things from the other person's point of view, not to agree all the time, but to give the right response to a comment, approach, or situation. But how can we respect anybody when we don't fully respect God or Christ or even ourselves? I know that in some of our cases, we were never shown respect growing up, so it's hard to give what was never given. However, it is important to learn how because generational curses occur when you prefer to play out what was shown to you instead of creating a better narrative based upon how you want to be received or looked at. Respect is not just a request of man. Respect is biblical and it is kingdom. God told men to love their wives like God loves them and he told women to respect their husbands. But how can we love or respect someone if you've never seen the proper way to do so? Well, the answer to that is practice on the unseen in order to share with the seen. Yes, practice loving and respecting God in spirit. And that will help you. That will help rebuild your flesh to love and respect those in the flesh. Now, the greatest thing about time is it gives opportunity to effort. So please don't waste your time giving lack of effort because you are what you attract and you are the reflection of the environment you create. So let's not allow what raised us to kill us. Let's change the narrative so that we can live full and leave life empty. Yes, live full and leave life empty. Giving respect to those needed, needing to know how to give it unto others. Now, can we be the change to those stuck in their own way and in their own hate? You know, I know it's hard, but it can help shape how the world should be viewed looking forward. And we can only change the world around us and allow that change to impact the world, period. And while I let that sit with you, hoping it rests in you, I will go back to another music break because I have a dope artist that I'm gonna be chopping it up with later. So it's your boy, Mr. CSA2 Casey, and you are now listening to the new Music Sunday Review. So go ahead and turn the radio on. Let's go. You're tuned in to the new Music Sunday Review radio show with our very own Mr. CSA2 Keezy.
consider a chh legend yes he has actually been around for a minute and wow. he has put a lot of work in over the years and it's a blessing and an honor for him to be sitting with me today because i have some questions for him as this being his first time actually on my show so with me i want all of us to give a warm welcome to my fellow brother tadashi yeah, yeah 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 what's happening with it brother how you feeling man Everything's good, man. I can't even complain at all, even if I wanted to. Come on, even if that. I wanted to. Say that, bro. <laughs> so, um, with you being on this show for the first time, um, could you um let my listeners and as well as the viewers know, like, what got you started in music, and who or what inspired you to start taking it serious? Okay, man, that's a great question. Well, first and foremost, man, I'm honored to be on the show. Uh, I don't want to pass that. I want to get to the question, but I don't want to pass up the opportunity to say thank you for having me. And uh, as one who has been doing this for a while, I don't take lightly when people like yourself decide to create platforms to be able to spread uh, what it is that we do as artists, the good news that we represent, all of that, man. So I'm grateful and honored to be here. Um, man, the, the thing that uh, inspired me in a sense that motivated me that pushed me toward the love of the music that I do uh, I would say first and foremost is my mom uh, growing up my mom was a person who sang in blues clubs she sang at church whenever we was around the house she was singing and just like most black families I grew up with man Saturday was the day you clean like you turn on the oldies I don't know if you did you grow up like that at all was that your world 
Like you grow up, I they put on did. the. Um, um, and I would say, um, and I grew up to um, Isaac Hayes, the Gap yeah. Band, and Freddie yes. Jackson and the Jackson Five. Come Pops, on, bro. Come on. So, so I, I'm just saying, like my mama, even though I knew she was a singer in some regard, it wasn't necessarily um, just those platforms. She would be at the house Saturday morning. As soon as Saturday morning cartoons go off, as soon as Soul Train get done, my mama <laughs> turned on the music and she like, hey, it's time to go. You cleaning this, you cleaning this, you cleaning this. And then she had an old school record player in the front that took up the whole living room wall. And she would put on that record and it'd be like you said, like it'd be anything from uh Frankie Beverly and Mays to the Gap Band yes. to to man Tina Turner, whatever it was, she finna put on some some soul, some R and B, and she about to like make us clean. And she would be around the house singing to all these songs. So I just grew up in a musical environment that pushed me to fall in love with music. Even though I grew up in Texas and football was my first love for a while. Um, for all intents and purposes, music, I think, was really my first love. Um, and then who inspired me to jump into actually doing music? There's a ton of different people, man. There's a, a guy by the name of Keenan Akers, who's my spiritual father. We met my freshman year in college at Baylor University in, in Waco, Texas. He inspired me to, to start writing and, and rapping to some extent. But even before him, I had cousins out of Houston who was always freestyling. They was always rapping. They was trying to get into the music scene. And I I wanted to be like them. So I would hang out with them and watch them go to clubs and rap or they would freestyle on the corner. Uh, cousins was breakdancing on the corner. So I had, I had a lot of influences up close and personal. Um, even from afar, there was, you know, guys like LL Cool J and people like um, UGK, like these people who were, who were on a major platform able to, to spit bars that would resonate with who I was as an individual. And then um, for the, for individual, for, for this time and, and place in my life, I would say um, Lecrae and Ben Washer over at Reach Records, they were, they were instrumental in me doing this as a career. I was just, I was just excited to freestyle. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a cool thing you could do, but to, to take it another level to say, this was, this will be something that we do strategically for uh, purposes of a career that was not on my radar. So, you know, shout out to Crane and, and Ben for that. Dope, dope. So, um, what inspired you to start, like, like who or what inspired you to start, like, you know, rapping for purpose, like, like putting God in it and just really being that carrying your cross and just being that um that messenger and that representation of yeah. God and Christ. Now, like what inspired you to, to incorporate God and Christ into your music? And just yeah, that's a great question, bro. Yeah, taking that responsibility of it. I would say I would go back to my spiritual father, man, Keenan, uh, really early on, because I would be at Baylor and we would rap and freestyle over anybody's beat. I don't care if they it could be a full rap song where the, where the artist is actually rapping. I'm rapping on top of that, doing my own rhymes. Like we would do that hours upon hours. If Malcolm Gladwell is correct and that we need 10,000 hours to become proficient at anything, I, my 10,000 hours came when I was on, when I was injured doing rehab at Baylor and rapping in my dorm room. And Keenan one day came to me and said, bro, you doing all this freestyling. You ever thought about doing a rap, but talking about God? And I laughed so hard, bro. It was like, it was like I just finished watching a comedy special with Eddie Murphy. I laughed so hard. I was like, you crazy. Ain't nobody rapping about God. What? 
And he was like, nah, man, think about it. Like rappers rap about their real life. Well, your, your life was that, but now it's Jesus. Like talk about him. And after probably a good three or four weeks of trying to convince me to do it, I ended up writing down a rap to talk about God. And then it just kind of went from there, man. More and more I did it, the more and more I was excited about it. And I honestly thought I was doing something revolutionary. I didn't know other people did it. And then uh, one day a guy handed me a gospel gangster CD. And I was like, oh, this is what? What? And I just, from there was like, oh, this is a thing. This is what you do. So pretty soon I just started to, to embrace it. Hmm. Dope. So, so, um, and that's a, that's a great story, by the way, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Um, so, um, a lot of people see where Reach Record is at right now, and it's a lot of new ears to, um, CHH and gospel rap itself, and they, they only see what's in front of them, like, they don't know the backstory, but, um, with you being with Lecrae, like, for, like, early years, like, ago, and you actually being a part of his journey. Like, yeah, yeah. how was it like in the early phases of Reach Records? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great question. I I feel, I feel like people do take for granted the journey often, right? They only see what, what's there in front of them. Like, I'm only looking at you as for what you're doing currently with me, but I don't know the whole backstory of how you ended up where you ended up, how you got where you are now. So, great question, man. I feel as though, I feel as though Cray was always the person who was going to be doing something in music. Like that was just his, that was just his bent, man. I was a dude who grew up, um, super, super like entangled between different worlds. I played football. I did it in high school. I did it in college. I wanted to go to the NFL. I played basketball cause I wanted to stay in shape for track. I did shot putting discus in, in college. The goal was to go to, to the Olympics. So I already had all these, all these athletic aspirations. But then beyond that, I was also a public speaker, a communicator. Uh, beyond that, I was also somebody who loved to sing and rap and just be creative in my own way. I used to write poetry and short stories and do all this stuff and, and open mic nights. And so I had this Renaissance-esque-ness, <laughs> that's a word, uh, about me, man. I wanted to be this individual who could touch many different worlds and, and exist in them. Um, and then you had Lecrae who was like, nah, I'm doing music and I'm finna kill it. And not that he's not multi-talented, but just that was his aim and focus. So when I came around and was, was doing, uh, Bible studies with them or was hanging out and, you know, being friends and just kicking it or eventually becoming roommates and we was just rapping. It was this moment of realizing like, this is something that I can do that I feel as though this person who I consider a brother would would be blessed by me doing plus it was blessing me to watch him do what he was doing so a lot of it came through this idea of community and camaraderie uh and then a lot of it too came from this commission and this call man to go out into certain areas especially when we first started going to the inner city of baton rouge louisiana or tulsa oklahoma or going to uh uh houston south side of houston texas north side of houston texas dallas Pleasant Grove, DeSoto, like going to these cities where you didn't see a lot of um, large main scale ministries, but you saw churches, smaller churches saying, we want to reach our kids. We want to reach the youth. We want to reach young adults. And so, man, we just started with that commission and that call and watched God kind of elevate it and grow it to what it is now. 
Dope, dope, dope. Hey, and that sounds like a very, very interesting journey and everything. Yeah, bro. And I can see, I can see how that influenced the bond and the respect that y'all have for each other as well. Totally. Not just just artists, but it's like brothers. Yeah, and it's totally, friends. Man. Yeah. And it's hard to it's 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 hard because you look at it. Let's just say you look at it from from the secular end of music. A lot of people fall out after years when it includes business and the industry and music. Like they they fall out, but to just see it from a kingdom perspective, from the kingdom end, and just seeing people who started together through life journey, and then they started doing music together, and through, through the years, even through them imperfect moments, y'all friendship and y'all bond became stronger. So that is a great yeah. example, and I applaud you for that. And I appreciate I applaud you, all of y'all for that. Really? Thank you, bro. Uh, let me let me let me clarify. Let me help a little bit here. Like I've seen whether it's mainstream artists or it's, you know, Christian genre music artists. I've seen fallouts on both sides. But what I've seen okay. as a common denominator has been when the music was the main focus of the relationship. And mm. just by God's grace, that was never us. Like whether I was rapping on the label for one year or for however long I've been on it now. I, music was not my draw to be in Lecrae's life. Like that was a legitimate friend and brother who was, you know, by the time I got married and started having kids, that's uncle Cray to my kids. That's falling from my wife's point of view that she like, Oh, that's your brother. Like there is no music existence except the fact that we do that as we're friends. Like if that was the case, I feel like, again, like you said, fallout would have happened a long time ago because now it's, you know, well, I like music like this. Well, I like music like this. Well, now we got a reason to fall apart. Or, man, money come like this. Nah, money need to be like, well, now we got a reason to fall apart, whatever. But when the relationship is there beforehand, and that goes for all the artists that you see across the board, man, across any genre, you start to see, oh, this is a relationship beyond music. Y'all are genuinely friends. Y'all are genuinely brothers or sisters. And you find that existence only benefiting the music and the musical output. So I feel like that's honestly what happened with all of us. Like Trip is a real friend. Like when my kids see Trip, it's like, hey, Uncle Trip, it ain't, it ain't just cause he the homie. It's like, nah, that's my dad's real friend. If Trip or I never did music again, soon as I go back to Texas, I'm pulling up like, hey, I, I got the meat. We barbecuing, what we doing? So. Mm. That's dope. That's, yeah, that, that's dope. And that's needed. Like everything you said is needed, especially for people that's out there that's listening to this, that's you know, so they listen to this and that's watching this. That right there is definitely, definitely needed. Amen. Um, so um I saw like I want to say it was either earlier this year or late last year, or whatever. Um, you actually experience you experienced a fatal accident. Yeah, so man. um, so um from that accident itself, like how, how did that, in what ways did that wake you up or alert you more or just make you see things even more different than you did before? Hmm. Wow. That's a great question, bro. Uh, I, to be fair, nobody's ever asked me about the accident uh, and in interviews I've done, people have not asked about it, but that was definitely a major significant part of my 2022, bro. That was, that was out of there. It was crazy. Um, I, I feel as though the one thing that stood out the most early on was gratitude that it wasn't worse, man. Like I, 
in the moment, right? Like I'm going, I'm, I know I'm falling. I know I'm going to the ground. I'm backstage. It's pitch black dark because we're about to transition to a different part of the set. So in my head, I knew where I was moving. I just knew like, yeah, this is the part of the stage. You got to watch out for this. You do this, do that. So when I was falling, I just let myself fall because I was like, man, I'm going to be fine. I know what's here. Um, so I put my hands out based on what I thought was there only to realize later, like, no, that metal pole is way closer to my face than I thought it was. And so to have the impact that I had in contact with this metal pole, but to not have the injuries that I, I could have had, like I missed my teeth by inches. I missed my nose by inches. I missed my eyeball by inches. Like it was centimeters. Like I'm like, yo, this could have been way, way worse. And by God's grace, it was not. Um, secondly, what stood out, and I kind of mentioned it here, I, it just taught me like, man, you may think you know, but you you don't know. Um, if you're walking in darkness in something, man, find some people who can shed light. Like that helped me real quick. It was like after that moment, no matter where I, even to this day at concerts, when I walk, cats show up with flashlights. They're like, hey, where are you headed to? Because they like, no, nah, we can't have this brother walking in the dark. And it just, it was a cool little motif to be like, man, if I feel like I'm in the dark in something, I'm I'm going to find and seek wisdom. I'm not just going to be like, I know what I'm doing. Um, and I feel like a lot of us can learn from that in some regard, man. But uh, in this current moment, it's really just helping me understand my mortality, my uh, my humanity, if you will. Like, man, uh, the human body is as resilient as anything on this earth. And yet it it too will pass away. Like, it can, it can be harmed. It can be injured. It, there can be things that happen to you. So I dare not stop or, or I'm sorry, I dare not keep going as if I'm invincible or impervious to, to harm or pain or danger. And so it humbled me, bro. It made me be like, oh no, bro, you can get injured out here. Like for all the jokes about, ha ha, you Samoan, you strong or ha ha ha, man, that boy Tadashi, man, you can do this or this. It's like, no, I had a concussion with symptoms that lasted 10 weeks. Like that's real life. Like when I sit up out of my bed in the morning, I'm dizzy. When I walk to the bathroom or to the kitchen in the morning, I'm dizzy. Like when I drive in the car, I got to pull over because I'm having vertigo. I got, I got, I got to deal with what's happening in my brain and I can't just make that go away. It's got to do it on its own time and heal it as it needs to. So it's, it showed me a lot about life and myself, man. And it's made me come to the reality of seeing things as um, more precious than I realized. Like you just take for granted the fact that your lungs breathe on their own. You take for granted the fact that your brain functions in a way that you never have to think or pay attention to. You know, you can just look to the left and you do it because you're like, oh, look, I got, was my right, your left. But you could just look and be like, Yo, I did that without having to say verbally, okay, brain, now go to the left. No, that, that's the left. Like, it just does stuff. I'm like, oh, I can't take that for granted no more. Because when I would twist my head side to side super fast and stop, the room is still moving. So I'm just like, God, I, I hear you. So I, I definitely am, am sitting with a lot more gratitude in my heart. Internet, my brother. And then, um, it's like one of the reasons why I wanted to actually ask you that is because um a lot of artists like have experienced like those fatal accidents or, or those like necessarily not fatal but close to fatal accidents when right, it comes right. when it comes to 
performing and hitting that stage. And I remember years ago when I was younger, um, an artist I like, I like, I was a big fan of, um, rest in peace to Heavy D. Um, yeah. when he came out, it was Heavy D and the Boys, and Trouble T. Roy was one of his dancers. Yeah. And I still remember to this day, he died from fall, falling off the stage. Man. And 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 it's like to me that was serious. And then when I saw that that happened to you, it just brought me back to that moment. And just yeah. not only that, it also brought me back to like when I used to tell artists a lot about insurance and stuff like that, performance yeah. insurance, stage insurance. Yeah. Like you're not just don't get so caught up in the audience uh, or whatever, the performance or or even the ministry side, like you still have to be mindful of your health and your safety yeah. while, while you move around on these platforms and make sure you're insured and you're secured and stuff like that. And I feel like a lot of artists don't really take that serious until it's too late. So I definitely wanted to touch on that with you. No, nah, I appreciate that. You're right. I think there should be more um, conversation and, and explanation around being being prepared, right? Like being set up for success in certain ways. There are artists who who just run on stage, jump off stage, crowd surf, do whatever. But I've seen it with my own eyes. Artists get sued or artists get in trouble because they were not insured or they were not mindful of what was right or legal based on the contract. And so you end up caught up. And for me, by God's grace, like I just know this was a moment that was a freak accident that ended up being something that put me like literally bro i couldn't drive for six weeks i couldn't leave my house for four if i got in a car when i got in a car with my wife it was like four and a half five weeks and i had vertigo and i had to go back home like like i couldn't i couldn't function outside my house but there was just this comfort in knowing like god this could have been way worse so thank you i'm grateful man so you're uh, to this day bro like um I, I i was talking to uh, oh, yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine about it who's helping with my podcast. Like, I was like, man, when I, right here, if I touch my lip, I feel a, a numbness and a tingle that goes up through my nose. If I brush my nose here, there's a tingle that comes to my lip. If I scrape under my eye right here, you can't even really see the scar anymore. But if I touch where this scar, where this scar is under my eye, you can, I can feel it in my jaw right here. So I'm just like, all right, Lord, I, this could have been way worse. I'm just grateful that it that it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm speaking about the podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. Can you t tell us a little bit about like the purpose of it as well as the success of it? Like now it's actually, now it's going and stuff like that. The purpose behind it as well as the success. Yeah, I got you. So uh, <clears throat> I feel as though God put me on this earth to be a communicator, man. I feel like... No, no matter the medium that I use, whether it's hip hop or music in general or uh, public speaking, podcasting, television, radio, whatever, I feel like God's made me a communicator. So even if I just got to stand outside my house and be like, let me talk to you real quick, like I'm going to communicate things that I feel like God's put on my heart and created me to say. The podcast is a way to do just that. And the burden that's been on my heart really, really strongly for for. I would say about five or six years now has been what I believe is a decline in people thinking critically about life. We, we live in a world where because of social media, you have the opportunity to say what you feel in the moment. But I just remember a time when people would say, don't, you need to think before you speak. 
Like you need to actually take time to think about what it is you're saying. I, I recognize that passion can sometimes prompt us to say things that are of good, that are of benefit. And there are moments for that. But social media has provided an opportunity for us or even just um, the world getting smaller through means of communication in general. It's provided an opportunity for us to constantly live in that moment of less thinking, more passion, less thinking, more reaction. Uh, Cause I don't want to vilify passion, but like less thinking, more reaction. And we end up just hearing a bunch of people say stuff that when we look at it in a year or two, it's like, what, why were you saying that? Like, we don't even know what that really was for other than you had the platform to do it. And so the podcast is called the dash and the, the, the mission behind it is to help people think critically about themselves and the world around them. So I want to have conversations with people like we're working on season two now that'll come out soon. And we're, and, we're, and I want to actually the first episode of it or the transitional episode, I'll call it that is, um, is, is actually uh, slated for this Wednesday. And, and I'm like, uh, man, there's a lot of people who don't, who aren't aware of like, yo, this is a very serious thing that I think we have kind of taken for granted because we all get to say what we want to say. So it's a weird time because we live in a space where people's voices could be censored for certain reasons. So giving them a platform to say stuff when they need to say it is, is encouraging, but without critical thought, then it can just become a, a dangerous tool. Me and my friends was talking today actually about, um, about Kanye and the healthiness of some of his words and the unhealth of other words, where it's like unbridled, the unbridled tongue is a danger. And you got to be mindful of that as a person, as a male, as a, as a human, as a leader, as a celebrity, Kanye has to be mindful, but we have to be mindful as well. Like, yo, the unbridled tongue, like I get that that's your, that's your truth, but the unbridled tongue is a danger, bro. It can be a sickness, a venom. And so you have to be, be mindful of that at the end of the day. And so I'm trying to help people do that. Like, Hey, be mindful of you use how you use your words. Let's think critically about that subject matter instead of just saying what you feel in the moment. Um, and so, yeah, this Wednesday, October, uh, 19th, it'll, we'll drop that transitional episode. We'll talk about stuff to think critically on and we'll keep it moving. Mm. Oh, dope. Well, well, um, now, oh, yeah. congrats on that podcast, by, by the way. Well, <laughs> hey, congrats on that. I want to tell you congrats on that. Yeah. And I want to give you your flowers because through everything that you've experienced and everything that you went through and stuff, it actually made you stronger. It didn't make you back down. It didn't make you throw in a towel. It didn't make you shy away. And it didn't make you quit. And it made you keep going for us. So, so I give you your flowers and I really Thank commend you, you on that, brother. Thank you, man. Um, Never so my favorite song from this new project this time yeah. around too, one of my favorite songs and why this is one of my favorite songs is because it's always great hearing three brothers get together and just mm. vibe off each other in each season of their growth. And yeah. that Respect My Team song itself, as well as the video, it shows how all three of y'all individually has grown and how y'all able to gel that growth together yeah. and produce yeah. such a profound track. So um, yeah. what was the purpose behind that song in particular? What was the purpose behind Respect My Team? Um, the two purposes, if I'm honest, if I'm being honest, the first purpose of the song was to celebrate people having people on their side. Like it's, it is a, 
it is a world. We live in a world, and this is something that that I am super passionate about, bro. We live in a world where people, but men specifically, and for my bad, my passion and burden, it's not just men. Men, yes, but but even men of color, like we are, we are trained, raised, taught, and indoctrinated in this ideal that this idea that the ideal way of life is to be able to do it yourself. You got to do it yourself, man. You a grown man. Do it yourself. Oh, man, you can't be whining about that. Stop crying. Get up and do it yourself. And even though those words can be motivating at times, to let them be the blanket idea for your existence becomes harmful. It becomes detrimental. You need people, bro. I'm not here because I just did it on my own. I'm here because other people walked with me, helped me along the way. And anybody who thinks otherwise is lying to themselves. You didn't get where you are by yourself. And so for all intents and purposes, we have men who exist in this world who are living lives of isolation and aloneness for the sake of some ideal that we were taught years ago that 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 equals manhood or masculinity. Respect my team gets to point to the fact that my team and I have been here to still together. I'm still here. We still here. We still together. We still doing the same thing. And, I, and and then secondly, the song really does point to the reality that I wanted people to know, take note of. Like, my team's amazing. Like, if I'm just going to be 1,000 with it, like, like, ain't no slouches over here, bro. Like, there are things that any human can get better in. But ultimately, for what it is that we do, like, God has God has endorsed it. He's, he's supported it and made it known to more than just my block, like, Okay, they nice at this. And so a part of it was also that, man. I just wanted to give flowers, but also like give notice. Like, man, this is God's doing, but this is our life. God has allowed us to be who we are and, and we nice with this. So there is this, uh, I got this homegirl who played WNBA and, and she played for Chicago. <laughs> and she would always say, she'd be like, man, glory be to God, but I'm nice. And I always used to laugh because I'm like, I get it. Like you get on the court and you want to make sure you the one that can put the buckets up. But at the end of the day, people kind of want you to be like, nah, man, nah, you know, I, I just do okay. And it's like, no, you don't. Because if you was just okay, you wouldn't be on this team. And so I wanted to make, make mention of that as I also tried to showcase what it looked like for brothers to rock together and how that could bring forward something special something significant so that's where respect my team came from true 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 touch my brother touch, touch. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and this other record that really caught me off guard like i really like i enjoyed how you put together this album Thank you, bro. but but it's like i'm i'm just a sucker for big records like yeah. like it's like i'm just I have a love and a passion for a big record. And that yeah. means a record that it it just, it grabs you from the second it comes on. Mm. And then you're engaged by the time the artist starts relaying their messages. Right. Um, but um, that, that particular song, Man of the Year, and yeah. one of the reasons why that stood out to me too is because what you went through like from the um the fatal accident mm -hmm. and just really coming into the year experiencing that but you rising to the occasion of being yeah. where you at now that's yeah. another reason why that record stood out to me so i was as i was listening to it i was just thinking about all that and i was like i like this record yeah thank you bro 
both of those records have an element of testimony. It has an element of celebration, but it has a, a it has an element of honesty that I wanted to have in front of people. Um, I didn't want to, I don't, I never want to live with this false humility. Like, yeah, man, you know what I mean? I'm okay at this, man, but I'm just grateful to be here. Yes, that's true that I'm grateful to be here. And I know that I didn't get here by myself. And I know that God has to, you can't ever deny the God factor and what we've been able to do uh, as a label, as a crew, as individuals. Nevertheless, to, to somehow point to what I am, in my opinion, is also to point to the glory of God and what he's done. Ooh, and I'm talking to my to the dudes that live in my dorm and they like, oh yeah, man, I gotta learn how to wash clothes because my maid washed everything for me. What? You had a maid, bro? <laughs> like I was washing clothes at 11. My mom's like, you better get your butt in here and get these clothes in this washer. Like there is this, there is this difference in reality for me that I was like, man, let me not downplay that and just think, oh man, I didn't grow up with a maid. I don't have a car right now. I'm riding my bike. You got a BMW and I'm riding a BMX. Like literally this is my life. And I'm like, all right, God, well, you know, I guess I'm important too. And I look up one day for where I look up one day for where I am now thinking about those moments. And I'm like, man, no, God, you, you did your thing. Like, I'm grateful. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm grateful. And so man of the year, I'm like, look at all that I've overcome. It's got me feeling like I'm the man of the year right now. Like, man, I'm married. My wife and I are pursuing health in our relationship. Ain't no, ain't no she in one room, I in another room. We ain't fighting, we ain't beefing. My kids, I got my kids with me, man. Like, there, there's tons of things that I can just celebrate from my home life alone that got me feeling like the man of the year. But then I think about career. I think about community, man. I think about the, the commission on my life, the calling on my life, and I'm like, Nah, God, I feel like the man of the year out here. I'm not supposed to be here. So, bro, I, I love that them joints stand out to you like that. Mm, wow. The way you just, just, <laughs> the way you just explain that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm definitely like, like, I'm definitely going to let the audience hear those two records. Most Come on, bro. I appreciate it. Um, so um before we get up out of here like no. is there anything that you want to tell any man or woman of any age or any walk of life that is really in a personal funk right now in their mm -hmm. life whatever's going on that they're trying to see them way see themselves out of it or they're trying to see a better way of looking at it to deal mm -hmm. with it is there any type of advice on god that you would like to share there is this reality that i've come to accept that i wish or that i'm hoping other people will be able to accept this idea of comparison where we look across the, the grass to, to see if it's greener. And then we go, oh, it's greener. Um, comparison is the, is the thing that kills dreams. Comparison is what robs you of joy. When you compare yourself to somebody else, like I do music and he do music, but man, my music ain't doing this. Or man, I'm married, but my marriage ain't this. Or man, I'm I got kids, but my kids be doing this. Or man, he talking about friends. Like, man, I wish I had friends or whatever the case may be. Comparison robs you. Even when we look at Instagram or 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 TikTok or when we when we watching TV or we watching movies or reality shows, 
it's easy to have the thought, look at what they have and then think about who you are and go, what you look at what you don't have. But if we can stop that moment and think about the fact that we, there are things we have worth celebrating. And then we can stop comparing. If we can stop comparing ourselves to somebody else, we'll find a lot more joy in our life. Comparison don't make sense for real. Like if, if, if God gave me this job to do, then it's my job to do. What, what would be bad is if I chose not to do it and handed it to you. Now I'm in disobedience and you in disobedience. If even if we take God out of the picture, even if it's like, yo, I've been created for this. Like, I feel like when I was born into this world, I had, I was given a voice. I was given a, a, a certain type of voice. I was given certain passions. I, I, I exist with certain um, things that excite me and bring me joy. And for me to ignore all of that, to go, now nah, I'm gonna give it to this person instead. Well, now I'm, I'm the person that is lying about who I really am. You there is, there ain't nobody else like you. You get to be you and you are one of a kind. Like don't nobody else, can't nobody else do that. You get to be that. I'm like, man, if I could just, if I could just say to anything to anybody, I'm like, man, take a moment to recognize your significance, your value, your worth, and love who it is that God made you to be. And then go be that. Go be that with everything you've got until he call you home, until this world is over, until your life is done. Like go be that. Cause at the end of the day, can't nobody else do it but you. So I've been living in that moment, bro, sincerely. Like for my own life, can't nobody do what I can do. And that's okay. And I'm not saying that arrogantly. I'm not trying to say that to diminish or dismiss anybody else, but I'm saying it because I believe with all my heart, we're all born with a purpose. And because that's a belief of mine that I hold to strongly, then my purpose may overlap with your purpose. It may intersect with your purpose. It may come alongside your purpose, but it ain't going to be yours and yours ain't going to be mine. So I got to go walk in what it is that I got, man. And so I hope that encourages somebody to, to keep going another day, man. Amen. Amen to that, my brother. So y'all heard that. I hope y'all heard that. Yeah, this bro. man said, is if you can see that, then go be that. Yeah, bro. And that's your word for the day. Amen. But my brother, hey, I want y'all to make sure. Oh, oh, oh. Before I say that, yeah. can you tell listeners and the viewers where they can find you at on social media, as well as this project and other music and other things that you have going on? For sure, for sure. So you can follow me on all social media platforms. I'm on them Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, YouTube, it's at Tadashi, T-E-D-A-S-H-I-I. But because my name is so unique and my mom is hood like that, you could just type in T-E-D-A and it should come up anyway. But Tadashi, uh, you can find my music everywhere. Amazon, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, um, man, um, uh, Audio Mac, like everywhere. It's everywhere, bro. Um, and YouTube as well. You can watch it on YouTube. I know that's what I know my folk who, who in the hood, like, man, I ain't got no money like that to pay for no streaming service. I'm going to just go on YouTube and watch it. I'd be like, go on YouTube, bro. So, you know, it, it is, stream is a stream, right? A stream is where a stream, it come from, just long as long as it's stream. From. And you got you, your pocketbook is feeling better. So I'm like, do it, bro. Pandora, like it's on there. So music is everywhere. You can find me all over there, man. I'm doing the podcast. It's called the dash. Uh, season two is coming this week. And so you can find that on, on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Again, I'm on my YouTube channel. You can go there and subscribe. But then also I have this uh, nonprofit that I'm doing. It's called the Chase Foundation. It's in honor of my son, Chase, who passed away. 
And uh, the goal with that is to be a present help for future hope, man. I'm I'm a firm believer that there are people going through it and they can't see hope. And sometimes they need somebody to see it for them. And so I want to be a present help. I want us at the foundation to be a present help for future hope for anybody who's living and experiencing brokenness in a fallen world. So, man, I hope we can be that for people and we moving forward in it, man. So you can go to uh, chaselife.org and you'll be able to find it, man. Amen. And everybody, I'm not even going to say support this man. No. Pour back into this man from what he is pouring back into not only y'all, but people like y'all and communities everywhere and all over the world. So back into somebody that's willing to sow out. So do that. If you see people out there, sow back into people that's doing whatever to sow out. Like, cause don't just look at everything as a support. I'm a, I guess I support. Nah, <laughs> it's not just about the best support is when you showing your appreciation for somebody that's giving their time and energy to something bigger than themselves. And it's really impacting and it's helping people around you or people like you. So go back out and sow in to what this man is sowing out. And on that note right there, yeah. y'all already know who this is, man. And it was a blessing to have my brother on the show. Well, and this is another New Music Sunday Review Spotlight Artist segment. And, oh, and also, go watch the Respect My Team video. Yeah. Blow it up. Make yeah. it go viral. It is a dope video. I'm not going to be a, I'm not going to do a spoiler alert, but it's, he went back in the day and, and in this very theatric and cinematic, and it's a very dope video as well as a dope song. So y'all make sure y'all go and view this video as many times as y'all can. Like it as many times as y'all can. Subscribe. Leave as many comments as you can because it is well worth it. And on that note right there. Oh, and we're going to go into that song as well as the man of the year. So y'all already know who y'all listening to. Y'all already know what y'all listening to. And y'all have experienced another new music Sunday review spotlight artist of the day. So it's your the CSA to Gazy. And it's another time. Let's go. Let go. Turn your radios up. Turn up up. your radios radios up. up. You're now listening to the New Music Sunday Review Spotlight Artist of the Day. Stack in. Hey, I got no choice to leave. Luke, I got the force of me. Proof, she was divorcing me. 
watching us. I feel like a young OG off in his game. In your hood, my guy flex, he put on clinics, man, on a shine. CSA2K on Instagram and Mr. CSA2K on everything else. And once again, I want to thank Tadashi for coming on the show today and for sharing some jewels as well as some new music with us. Yes, I got the exclusives. That's why this is called New, new Music Sunday Review. You know, because it's always good to chop it up, you know what I'm saying, with kingdom-minded people, especially when it's both music and purpose related. So make sure y'all follow him on social media. Check out his podcast and go get his new album titled This Time Around 2, available on all digital platforms. Now, I want to give a huge shout out to both Southside Dash and Power 105.1. We Up On It Radio for sharing my voice with their listeners. I truly appreciate all of y'all, including every reshare and every repost that I get from each and every one of you. Because it wouldn't be a me if it wasn't a you. So I truly thank you. So like I said, I'm very appreciative of every ear, every fan, every guest, and every subscriber. And while I'm mentioning the subscribers, please go and subscribe to my New Music Sunday Review YouTube channel. Yes, to catch some live footage as well as some very dope interviews from some very dope and important people. And also, you can catch past episodes of my shows, my shows, past episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts by searching New Music Sunday Review. 
And before I go and get up out of here, I want to acknowledge all my Texas, Ohio, Georgia, California, Chicago, New York, New Jersey, and Florida listeners. I truly appreciate y'all tuning in every Sunday. Y'all can be anywhere else, but y'all here with me. And I thank you. And also before I bounce, I want to let everyone know, man, hey, like I said earlier, yesterday's event was dope. And I want to go in and let y'all know that Winter Fest is coming soon. Yes. So be on the lookout for We Are One Music Fest. When you see that name, We Are One Music Fest, then you know it's going to be something epic. So be on the lookout for more events. And like I said, I appreciate everybody coming out. For real. Now, I'm fixing to get up out of here because I have to get into some word before I enjoy my NFL Sunday. But I'm going to leave y'all with another exclusive banger from my bro Tadashi titled Holy Ground, along with another kingdom banger to follow that. And y'all can meet me back here next Sunday, same time, same stations. So it's your boy, Mr. CSA2 Daisy, and you have now experienced another New Music Sunday review. So turn the radios up. Peace out.